2: So here we go. You better buckle up on a cup. And a whole (laughs) new attitude to your
0: afternoon. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. You know, two dudes talking sports. And you two will be awesome.
2: Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name.
0: Who the hell are you? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show. Yeah, come on, let's go. Coming to you faster than Patrick Mahomes trying to run out of bounds and then getting another personal foul. We are the Kenny and JT Show. Where else would you rather be than right here, right now? 32 degrees at the corner of 6th and Market. What a game yesterday. Not so much.
1: Yeah, depending on uh, who you had money on as you were watching the game and what you thought about the officiating in that game yesterday, especially the second one. The first one was a blowout, JT. Not surprised by it. And I know Purdy got hurt and everything like that, but you knew, at least I. my feeling was, the luck was going to run out on Brock Purdy eventually, right? It was going As you played better teams, having Mr. Irrelevant as your quarterback was going to catch up with you, and I think even if you would have played, the Eagles would have dominated the game, okay? Mm. So they win 31-7, but that second game basically came down to the last play as it has, what, the last three or four times they played? Yeah. Uh, well, the last couple of plays, and they get a field goal to win and Kansas City moves on.
0: Yeah, I was one that thought that the luck was going to run out on Brock Purdy. I would have liked to have seen – what may or may not have transpired had he not got injured on that very, what was it, the first series, second series, whatever it was. Very unfortunate freak injury. But then again, you go into a game, and you're already down to your fourth string quarterback. The other guy, I mean, he'd been in so many times. What's his name, Josh Johnson? Something like yeah, that?
1: He, he's played for how many different teams in the league?
0: Every time you see a guy that's played that long, there's somewhere in his history he played for the Browns. And yeah, this he kid did.
1: Yeah, he was here. He was here for a cup of coffee. Unbelievable. So, um, yeah, and uh, the offense, they just ran it down San Francisco's throats. Right. Um, Jalen Hurts didn't throw for a ton of yards, didn't have to. Mm-mm. Scored a touchdown on the ground. They featured him in that second half in one series where he just ran it uh, by himself. Yeah. It was like student body right, student body left with him carrying the football. So uh, that one. But uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, man. They got screwed royally. The officiating in that game was one-sided. It's as if Mm -hmm. Roger Goodell had a speed dial to those officials. Oh, don't call that holding call on Kansas Uh, City. Oh, but call that block in the back on the Bengals. Oh, don't call that uh, block in the back on the Chiefs. Oh, but you better call that uh, uh, roughing the passer penalty on uh, Cincinnati Bengals.
0: It seemed as though they really wanted to see the Kelsey Bowl. And we've never seen brothers play against each other in a Super Bowl. All that being said, when you watch the game and you have to play the game, there are still a certain number of plays that the Bengals did not make, and it led to them losing before the game could have even gotten to overtime, whether they're poor calls or not. The thing that it – you play a beautiful game, really, when you look at it, and you think, okay, why can't a team in Cleveland play the way that the Bengals did? Even though the Bengals played a lousy game, let's put it out there, too – how Browns-esque of them to lose the game in the fashion that they did. And you think about what transpired in that game and how they actually lose it. And you think about a punt return in the waning moments of the game that led to that final drive where there was a, a penalty called or not. And by the way, it's a guaranteed penalty when the guy's going out of bounds that they added 15 yards onto it and they get the winning kick before time runs out. And it's just un, it's it's unfortunate and especially if you're a Bengals fan, that you look at the game and say, even with all the poor calls throughout the course of the game, they were still in a position to either have it be tied in regulation and with an opportunity to maybe win it in overtime, but no, they lose it on a bonehead play, personal foul out of bounds, field goal, see ya, goodbye.
1: Yeah, on that punt return, okay, the two blocks in the back that were not called on the Kansas City Chiefs, you you can go look at the film. There's two blatant blocks in the back that were not called. How about this? The Bengals were penalized nine times for 71 yards, mm-hmm. seven of those nines, Happened on third down, six of them in the fourth yeah. quarter. Oh, Kansas City penalized only four times mm-hmm. uh, in the entire game, zero yeah. in the fourth quarter. Holding, block yeah. in the bet. There were all kind of penalties. JT, if there was ever a tape you'd want to send to have investigated by the government for fixing mm-hmm. a football game, That was the game right there. Kansas City, the fix was in. It even looked like Zach Taylor said it was rigged on the sidelines when he's talking into his microphone with three seconds. I like
0: the one where the the clock expired and they called a timeout or they blew the whistle and gave them an extra play. My point is this. And I look at a team and I look at a play like that punt return, And I look at the NFL as a whole and say there could obviously be a penalty called on every play, and especially on punt and kick returns. And it seems as though they're only called when the Browns are on the punting end of things. And unfortunately, (laughs) we get called it seems like every time there's not a fair catch or a kick that goes out of the end zone. If there's ever a return, it seems as though there's a penalty on the Browns' cover team. And again, you look at your uh, special teams and say we've got pretty poor special teams or poor coaching as far as our special teams coach is concerned. But that's for another day. And you look at a play like this, and, and the one that really stands out to me is we've seen some really heinous roughing the quarterback calls. Burrow gets yeah. drilled on one of the final drives. I mean, he got hit pretty good, you could see, because yeah. his neck actually jerks back, no roughing the panel. No no roughing the yep. quarterback call. And that's unfortunate because if there's one thing that we want to see, we want to see the calls go both ways. If you're going to have teams that are going to, you're going to have parity in the league. Let's have parity with the calls as well.
1: I'm with you 100%. Yeah. And that coupled with LeBron over the weekend and yeah. the no call on his drive to the basket. Mm-hmm. Right now, I said this, I was on, Bill Morgan was filling in for Pam Cook this morning. And so I, I was on with him about 9.30. This Name morning, dropper. And I said, you know what? I've got to drop it in there. Um, and so I said to Bill, I said, you know what? There's an em- epidemic of bad officiating in all of professional right. sports. It's not just the NFL. It's right. the NBA. It's Major League Baseball mm-hmm. strike zone. Uh, it's the NFL. But it's, it's the human element. Man. This
0: what I've told you for years. It's a human element. But I want to ask you this question. Or is it the
1: rigged element? Yeah, that, that could that's what be. Some Who knows?
0: About. You know, Everybody wants to talk that way now because betting is legal here in Bushwood now. My question to you is this. <laughs> On the other end of it. Now, when a call gets made like that on a football field, there's usually no personal foul. You can't put a guy in a foul line. You can't give them a free kick and give them an extra point like you can when you call it technical in basketball. After LeBron was fouled, and if you you folks don't know what we're talking about, the Lakers played the Celtics the other night. The game goes into overtime. Celtics win. But before the game went to overtime, LeBron James driving to the hole for a seemingly, what was it, for the tie, or would they have gone up?
1: They would have went up two points if he makes that layup or gets the free throw. He
0: gets fouled as he always does because he's a freight train and they, they let people foul him because they know he can withstand the punishment. But the question right. is this. Whether the foul is called or not, he was jumping around and pounded on the floor. So How do you not call a technical on LeBron James after he doesn't get that foul call?
1: Well, they knew they missed the call probably, and so they, they let him go. But did you see who did get a yes. technical? Yeah. It was one of the greatest technicals in the history of the NBA. Patrick Beverly, who plays for the Lakers, <laughs> went over to a, um, a photographer, and the photographer must have said, hey, look, I got a shot of it. It's a foul. Yeah. He grabs the photographer's <laughs> camera, walks on the court, and gives it to the official and says, see, right. you missed it boop, he, he got teed waste. up right away. He didn't
0: waste any time. You know, I used to know a guy that used to be an official, and I used to see him, and our high sign was, how do you give a technical? Do you get really, you know, uh, vivid when you give a T? You know, and it would be like, right. well, sometimes it depends on the situation. And sometimes it's like a boop like that, and other times it's like a big timeout, and, you know, the hand goes over the other hand and basically forming a T, and you blow the whistle. Right. That ref didn't waste any time on that one. It was like go shoot him
1: yeah he, he got but you know what good for Patrick Beverly because it was that blatant yeah. of a no call it it again no. if you didn't know better that point costume donahue Think about it, Tim Donahue You know, was uh, arrested and uh, you know fixed games and whatnot. If you didn't know better, you'd think one of those three or all three of them all had right. money on that game, but missing that blatant call hey, with all three of them staring right at. Well,
0: it. maybe Beverly had money on the game too. Do you think he didn't think he was going to get a T? That point cost well, them.
1: That's a. It was one point. They, 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 and it's you don't overtime. know if they're going to make the free throw or not. So, oh. um, it it happened after the buzzer, so that meant it was you know it carried over into the overtime. So oh. I just it, something's got to be done because athletes and all the sports are getting bigger, faster, stronger, and mm-hmm. the officials are getting slower and worse. That's got to change somehow, yeah. somewhere.
0: Somebody needs to want those jobs, and we've been down this road before. You're going to want to need to it, but you got to pay for somebody to do it too. And if that's what we missed, maybe some other things.
2: Did you miss again? Here are the weekend headlines that you have missed.
0: And we'll be taking your phone calls on all this stuff, folks. But if you missed it yeah. over the weekend... John Adams, who pounded the drum while sitting at Cleveland's outfield bleachers during baseball games for the last five decades, has passed away. Kenny, he was 71. Did you ever cover him?
1: Uh, I've met him a few times. Didn't cover him, but talked to him and everything. You know, he'd beat that thing out there in the left field bleachers and and all that. And we knew he was sick for the last Mm -hmm. couple of years and uh, succumbed to his illness. So, uh, yeah, rest in peace. And I I sent a tweet out, uh, JT, uh, at the Kenny Road. A Mount Rushmore of greatest drummers of all time. Buddy Rich, Neil Peart. Phil Collins and John Adams, hey. the top four drummers of all time. Don't forget
0: Pete Best. He sued and won. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, that's right. He did. My bad. Okay. Well, we'll make him. How about this? We'll make him the fifth all right. member of the drum corps. Just
0: like he was a fifth me- member of the Beatles. <laughs> the LeBron James' countdown to the scoring record continues. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record of 38,387 points. LeBron's got 38,271, which means he's 116 points away from tying 117 away from the record. Lakers at Brooklyn tonight tip off at
1: 7-30. Uh, do you think anybody really, anybody care about LeBron in the scoring record? Seriously. I mean, it's not getting a lot. Like Brian Windhorst yeah. told us last week when he was on with us, it's not getting the uh, the nationwide coverage oh. that maybe a lot of people thought it was. I
0: know who cares. Who? LeBron James.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he loves him some LeBron James. Uh, well, you know. If you missed it, top five movies at the box office over the weekend. Patton. Patton is the name of this movie. It's like a, it's like James Bond meets yeah. uh, Rambo.
1: Oh, okay. I okay. The that only probably. reason I
0: know that is because I watched the trailer. It's an Indian movie. Okay, all right. Number four, Megan. Number three, A Man Called Otto. Number two, Puss in Boots. Number one, setting records now. Oh, Avatar, The nice. Way of Water still brought in. Fifteen point seven million over the weekend.
1: Get a life, people! It's a dumbass movie. Why the hell want to go see that movie?
0: If you missed it, Cavaliers outscored sixty-five to forty-six in the second half in OKC Friday night. They lose that game, one twelve to one hundred.
1: Yeah, that's Ran all right. It was the second of a back-to-back, and they didn't play Donovan Mitchell again mm-hmm. in that game after winning the night before.
0: If you missed it, the Buckeyes stink, blown out eighty-six to seventy by Indiana Saturday night. Their record now is eleven and ten. They are in 12th place in the Big Ten. They're maybe not even good enough to be in the NIT tournament.
1: Uh, they might not, man. They might have to go to that CFA or CCFA or some kind of uh, no-nonsense tournament. If you
0: miss a Cavs response Sunday night. They were up by 30 at halftime against the Clippers. Tried to pull a Golden State on us. They sat out all their regulars. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Reggie Jackson, John Wall, Marcus Morris. I'm out of breath because that's how many people sat out that game for the Clippers last night.
1: Yeah, and the Cavaliers, at least they didn't uh, play like they did against right. the Warriors. They uh, drilled them and got the big victory.
0: Cavs win 122-99, to now have a record of 31-21. Good enough for fifth place in the East. Two and a half games better than the Heat, who are in town tomorrow night, to face Cavaliers. Think they'll sit anyone?
1: Yeah, they might. Jimmy Butler, let's hope, man. Hey, get you, bank your wins when right. you can now, man, you know?
0: If you missed it, former Georgia quarterback Stetson Bennett Pulled a Baker Mayfield, got arrested for public intoxication in Dallas. Dallas Police Department says they responded to a report of a man banging on a door at 6.10 in the morning. Must have woke up the neighbors. They don't like that in Dallas.
1: I guess not, man. Is that waking up or just going to bed in Dallas, Texas? I'm not Uh, sure. If
0: you're Stetson and he was uh, held accountable. It looks like he was just trying to get inside to go to bed, maybe. Who knows? If you missed it, the Kelsey Bowl is set. February 12th, Glendale, Arizona. It will be Super Bowl 57. Both teams playing are 14-3, and, and those teams are the Eagles in Kansas City. Eagles over the 49ers, 31-7. Kansas City hails on and beats Cincinnati 23-20. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Old know your Kelsey role. Super Bowl. Right.
0: Know your role and shut your damn <laughs> yeah. mouth and quit giving us bulletin board material.
1: Yeah, you know what? They said that was a big factor. All the reporters that covered the Kansas City Chiefs said that threw gasoline on the fire from the mayor to anybody else that was talking crap sure like seems that. seems
0: like. It. It's easy to say after you come back and win the game 23 20. So, Super Bowl 23, or uh, Super Bowl is going to be uh, February 12th. And that'll be, what, two weeks? We'll keep an eye on who's healthy, who's not. I don't know. That's going to be tough.
1: Right now, the Kansas City Chiefs, the underdogs in that game, uh, two and a half points is what uh, Philadelphia is favored by right now. And
0: I think they should be. Not only is Patrick Mahomes banged up, but so are all of his receivers. And both teams yesterday refused to run the ball.
1: Yeah, I know, right? You'd think you'd want to shorten the game in that situation. If you missed
0: it, here's Brian with the high school finals from the weekend.
2: Start Friday. Glen Oak beat Hoover 55-47. Green knocked off Lake 50-43. Ursuline beat up Maslin 67-46. Canton South 70-55 over Orville. Ferris beat their Pac-7 foes Northwest 63-54. St. Thomas Aquinas. A winner over Ravenna Southeast, 69-52. How about this? East Canton, 61. Newcomerstown, 29. Jeez. That was a pounding. A few games on Saturday. Jackson over Aurora, 87-46. And a laugher. Canton South wins on back-to-back nights, 50-42 over Manchester. Holy War, Central beat St. Thomas, 57-40. And the score of the weekend, guys, and this is for real. Listen to this. Louisville, 106 Alliance, 85.
0: What's wrong God, with 85? Really? What's wrong with 85?
2: You gave up 106. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lewisville, Imagine. Louisville beat a 68-year-old scoring record. Wow. Hayden Nigro had 41 in the game. Louisville's 14-3. and We're going to have him against Hoover Friday night. Got to get Coach Siegfried on.
0: I love a great Absolutely. defensive battle like that.
1: We'll ask him about that one. And I saw the the picture. uh, Nigro held up a piece of paper with the 41 on it like they did with uh, Donovan Mitchell when he scored 71 on Twitter this weekend. Brian,
0: before we get to the break, can we mention this since we're doing high school basketball scores? We'll do it again when we sprinkle. We'll do it again. Yeah, but I I need you to be ready for this. All right. Because when we do this again during Sprinkle the Infield, we're going to mention that Coach Norman Dale celebrating his birthday today, Kenny. Actor Gene Hackman. Is 93 years old today. You'll remember him from Hoosiers. Hold on. That's why I ask you if you'd be ready. Uh,
2: obviously not.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Here we go. Obviously that. In the meantime, pass, team is the law.
2: Absolutely and without discussion. How many times are we gonna pass before we shoot? Let's hear it. How many? Uh, Four! Four! <laughs> Four! <laughs> Let's run the picket. Hey,
0: let's run the picket fence, Adam. While we take this break, and we'll take your phone calls next. It's a Kenny and JT show. It's Kenny and JT on WHBC.